Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. I'm hoping that you enjoyed um, last week's podcast on May being the month of miracles. And so uh, I'm wanting to get into this new uh, series, and I think I'm going to start it maybe next week, on the reality of the new creation and whose we are and who we have become. And it'll be a lot more on identity. I've done other uh, podcasts on identity and you go back and listen to those. But it's going to be a new take on what was purchased for us and what do we have and what can we lay hold of and what can we realize in this realm at this time. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's not all about pie in the sky. I know it's going to be wonderful when I get to heaven, but is there a possibility that I can make my earth just like heaven? Well, Jesus said that. He says, pray this way every day, guys. You need to pray this way. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, and you start your day by praising your God, and you begin to uh, operate in the power of God, the presence of God, and you'll begin to manifest uh, God in this realm, because the Bible says that he is enthroned on the power of the praise of his people. But then you, it just doesn't stop there. It says, pray this way, that that his kingdom would come and his will would be done. Where? On earth. How? As it is in heaven. And this is our goal. And I jokingly say this uh, at different times. I say, my job here on this planet Earth is to make Tammy's life, my wife's life, so good that when she gets to heaven, she's going to look around and say, hmm, this is really nice, but it hasn't changed much. Why? Because I am making heaven on earth for that girl. And it's your job to begin to bring forth heaven and create heaven here on the earth. So today, uh, my, the episode is called God's Power is Increasing. So I don't want you to think that... Uh, you know, the month of May, okay, we had some miracles and we saw some signs and wonders and we saw a lot of miracles, uh, signs and wonders, uh, you know, people's backs being healed, uh, people being delivered of the spirit of uh, infirmity called fibromyalgia, other other people's sciatic nerve, uh, you know, was healed and just, uh, I mean, it, deliverances and, and salvations and we're seeing it. But I want to tell you, don't give up now. Not Have you saw your miracle yet? Have you seen a sign and a wonder? Have you seen God operate in power and demonstration out of your life? Well, I want to tell you, it's not fizzling up. It is about to ramp up. I want you to get ready. This is Friday. Uh, uh, sorry, this is Friday the 13th when I'm doing this podcast is going to come out on Tuesday. And I want to tell you uh, the last, the second half of this month is going to be greater than it was the first half. The, the, and I want to tell you, matter of fact, the glory of God's latter house is going to be greater than the former, says the Lord. And, and I want to tell you, we're, we aren't going from glory the glory we're not we're not decreasing we are increasing this 
power of God has been, he's been waiting to pour out like it was in the day of Pentecost. He's been looking to even ramp it up. And I feel that I need to once again discredit and, and I don't mean to speak any negativity about any other culture or any other people, but I want to tell you, this is not part of the kingdom, and that is the teaching of yin and yang. You know, God bless all the people that, that um, you know, that are living a, a life different from the kingdom. I'll just put it like that. But I, I, I want to tell you, in the kingdom of God, yin and yang is not a truth. They're, they're yin and yang. Okay, just you, you may not know about this besides you calling somebody a yin yang or something like that, which is I don't even know what that means. But um, you may not even know what I'm talking about. But I want there's a symbol, and and maybe you'll understand this when I when I share this with you. There's a yin and yang is a symbol that is a, it's like it's a circle with two equal parts. White part representing good, and the other part of the circle is made up with an equal part of black representing evil. This is not the kingdom of God. We, we must not buy into um, some other mystic or mysticism or other teaching. We cannot bring, you know, the teachings of, of, of uh, this into the kingdom of God, where there is no such thing as an equal devil to an equal God. First of all, this is this is obviously not a kingdom truth, but Jesus, you need to know this, Jesus destroyed the works of the evil one and went right down into hell and took back the keys of death, hell, and the grave. There is no eternal struggle going on between good and evil. There, the enemy does not have all power. That has been given to you. So I, I, we are not going to have a really good run. And then we're going to have, oh, well, we had a good run. Now we have uh, something bad's going to happen. I this is I, I remember, you know, 20 some years ago, maybe 30 years ago, thinking like that before my mind got re renewed and I got reformed and I became born again. And I began to search out the scriptures and I began to find out that the enemy doesn't have any power. It doesn't have any more authority in my life. I have been given all authority over all the authority of the evil one. And you have been as well. The enemy, so let me just give you scriptures. Stop believing that you're going to have a good run, and then now there's going to be a balance to the universe, and now you got to have some bad things. No, we're going from glory to glory to victory to victory, and and, and we are going to do. Are we going to have some bad days? Yes. Are we going to make some bad decisions that are going to bring us into some faulty situations? Very likely. But I want to tell you, we're that is not our epitaph, and that is not our identity. We will come out of the valleys with greater treasures. Please hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. You need to hear that God is winning because God has won. You are winning because you have won. Are there are there times where we're going to have to use our faith and we're going to have to rebuke things and take authority over things? Yes. The enemy is still trying to lie to the believers and trying to get them to use their authority for him. And that's why gossip and backbiting and, and, and accusing that the enemy uses to, to curse each other because he has been stripped. Colossians 
um, 2, 11 through 15, speaks of how the enemy was stripped of all of his authority and all of the debt that you paid, that, that you had to pay, is now been paid by God on the cross. There is no equal part God and no equal part devil. There is a big, great big conquering God and a wee devil that is lying about who he is. The, author, the, the only authority, ladies and gentlemen, that the enemy has is when we give it to him. He has been stripped. Read Colossians chapter 2 verses 11 through 15 and you'll see where the enemy has been defeated. God came to finish Jesus Christ was manifested in the flesh and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth. Jesus came he was manifested the bible says to destroy the works of the evil one and he did that at the cross and he did that at the at the resurrection he did that at the ascending he did that when he sat down and sent forth the holy spirit into this world that we could be become part of the kingdom of god because the holy spirit has come on the inside of us, and we have become one with the creator of the universe. The very thing the devil wanted that he got thrown out of heaven for, God has freely given to us. Woo! It's amazing. Um, the only authority, once again, ladies and gentlemen, that the enemy has in your life is the authority that you give him or the authority that somebody else is using against you. He does not have a body. He does not have the earth suit. So he's looking for bodies to do his bidding and, and to try to steal and try to kill and try to destroy. Luke chapter 10, verse 18, 19, and 20. And, and this is what happened. This is the red. Say the red. Somebody say red. Read the red and pray for the power. It's like Larry Lee used to say. Luke 10, 18, 19, and 20. And he said to them, I saw, Jesus said this, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And then th this happened. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to know this happened at the resurrection and the ascending. The, the enemy has been stripped of all of his authority. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, verse 19, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Did you hear that? And, and Jesus has given you, given us all authority, all power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. But here's the deal. We don't rejoice. Verse 20, let me just read it first. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Um, this is where I'm about to um, go into this series. And this is one of the key scriptures I'm going to be speaking about over the next several weeks. And that is what happened at our recreation. 
What happened? What reformation happened? Where will we translate it? What authority do we have? We don't, we don't rejoice that the demons are, or the spirits are subject to us. We rejoice. Why? The big deal is this. Our names are written down in the Lamb's book of life. We have become one with the spirit of the living God. Come on now. Somebody needs to get a little excited about that today. So hopefully I clear that up a little bit. Don't be looking for, now that we've seen some miracles in May, don't be looking, oh, now what, what bad's going to happen? Or, 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 you know, that was nice. That was fun. No, it's increasing. We're increasing. The power of God is increasing. Your, your spheres of influence are increasing. Your metron of ministry is increasing. You're about to step into your strongest and best days. Don't believe that the haters and the naysayers and the prophets of doom, the kingdom of God, the, the kingdom of God is increasing and the peace of God is increasing. You cannot have an increase of the power of God, the authority of God, the government of God, without an increase of the peace of God. Read Isaiah chapter 9 and you'll see that. So no more believing in yin and yang, okay guys? So last last week I went into it and, and I kind of dissected Acts chapter 1 verses 1 through 8 and how... Um, Oh, Theophilus, how, what Jesus began to both do and teach, and I talked about that, and I went through it, and I and I and I took it apart, and 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 just went line upon line, and almost at, at parts word for word, and you need to go back and listen to that if you have not heard it yet. Um, but I, I want to move on, but but just before I do move on to Acts chapter two, where the manifestation of Acts chapter one verse eight. Um, happens. You know that God, Jesus Christ himself, in Luke chapter 24, verse 9, he says, behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. Ah, come on now. Behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in, in the city of Jerusalem, tarry in your peace, tarry in your place of peace until you are endued with power from on high. And that is in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. It, it takes up from there. And then uh, John 20, verse 21 and 22 says this. And this is, you know, in a, in a similar time, this is the synopsis of the Gospels. In Luke chapter 21 and 22, it says this. So Jesus said to them, peace to you. You need to speak peace. Jesus would show up at different times, and he would just speak peace to people, or peace to the storm, or peace to the environment. He said, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. I also apostello you. And when he said this, verse 22, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Hmm. He breathed the Rach HaKodesh, the holy breath of God, Jesus, in his resurrected body, breathed on the disciples. And I want to tell you, you are living, your spirit is one with the resurrected spirit of the living God. You have resurrection 
power living on the inside of you. You should be touching things and they come back to life. You should walk into situations and circumstances and jobs and marketplaces and, and law firms and walk into police stations and courtrooms and, and, and the malls and your workplace and release resurrection life into everything just because a, a representative of resurrection life has shown up. I breathe on you today prophetically. <sighs> Receive the Rock Hakodesh, the holy breath of God into the very fibers of your being. I speak right now a resurrection life to come into your life. I speak right now the spirit of life to invade every cell, organ, and tissue of your body. I speak right now resurrection life to rise up in the midst of you and quicken your mortal body, quicken your heart, quicken your lungs, quicken your liver, quicken the organ of your skin, quicken your breathing, quicken the blood flow flowing through it, every part of your mortal body. I command you, the micro veins in your body to open back up as the spirit of life in Christ Jesus flows throughout every vessel and every vein and every artery in Jesus' mighty name. Receive resurrection life today. Hallelujah. You better, Ann, you better pull over because you're getting a little drunk in the Holy Ghost. I, I'm sensing a word of knowledge here, and You need to pull over because you're about to get hit, and you're, you're, you should not be driving the way you are about to drive. Get over as soon as you can. Look both ways and pull over in Jesus' mighty name. I release to you the joy of of the Lord. I release to you the joy and the manifestation of the strength of God to invade your salvation, invade your life again, invade everything. It's time to grow bigger. It's time, time to grow stronger. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. God is waiting for an annunciation from your life and a demonstration to come out of your being and into this world to be an answer to everybody in your spheres of influence. Come on now. Hallelujah. God is increasing. God is on the increase. He's not decreasing. He is increasing and let him increase you. In Jesus' mighty name, it's time to spread abroad. It's time to it's time to uh, stretch out the covering. It's time to lengthen the cords, and it's time to strengthen the pegs. For He is expanding, and His power is increasing in this season. So, according to John chapter seventeen, Jesus asked the Father to not take us out of the world. You've been looking to get out of your circumstance. You've been looking to get out of your situation. You've been trying to get out of that problem. You've trying to beat your past. You're trying to get away from that uh, trauma. And I want to tell you, we are, we are not God's second or third choice. He didn't take you out of the world because you're not his second or third choice. He, you are his only choice. You are his changing, healing, restoring, and delivering power agent in this planet. You are the answer 
to your world. He doesn't want to take you out, out because he wants you to grow bigger then so that you can dominate with the kingdom of life, with, with, with the kingdom of God. You need to dominate with righteousness, peace, and joy. You need to dominate with grace and truth. You know, you, there, 2 Corinthians 9 eight says that God is able to make all his grace abound to you so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound to every good work and charitable donation. You know that God's grace is God's enabling power, that there is an enabling, a greater grace coming upon you because of the evil of the day, but you've got to release it. You've got to know that you have that potential. You've got to know that the enemy's defeated. You've got to know that you're walking in victory. You've got to know that your name is written down in the Lamb's book of life. You need to know that God's power is more available for you than any other time of human history. My God. So we, as the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, have been finding out who we are and who he is in us. And we are receiving that and the revelation that we need not fear what the enemy is doing. We are beginning to understand that we are well able to grow up bigger in the midst of the problems, the pains, or the hereditary curses, and become the answers to our worlds. The wind, the Ruach HaKadosh, the holy breath of God, is about to blow, blow and has, uh, let, me, let, let me just rephrase that. The, the Ruach HaKadosh, the holy breath of God, has blown significantly again. The Holy Spirit the breath of God is blowing kingdom suddenlies into the corporate body of the Lord Jesus Christ and into you individually. Oh, come on. Can you receive that today? The breath of God. Inhale. Inhale the breath of God. Inhale the oxygen of heaven and exhale the power of God. Like in the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, it is now but only greater. Ladies and gentlemen, we are increasing. God never goes back. God never decreases. He only expands. He only increases. And he only gets better. <laughs> The Lord is blowing suddenlies into our lives again. And our response is to respond even as the disciples did for them for themselves as they were waiting on the Lord with anticipation for his power to be manifested. Can I tell you today that if you if you want to participate in the power of God, you must have the spirit of anticipation. You must have a spirit of expectation for this is the breeding ground for the miraculous. So like last week, I, I talked about in Acts chapter one, verses one through eight, it speaks of uh, the time in the last day in which Jesus was addressing the disciples just before he ascended into heaven 
and and the disciples were to go and they went into Jerusalem and they went into the upper room and many say that there were 500 people that were invited and I don't know if all 500 people went there but all I know is at the end of the 10 days at the day of Pentecost the day of Pentecost is coming up I think it's June 5th of, of this year and the day of Pentecost where we um uh, celebrate that that time that the church was born. It's the church's birthday this June fifth, and we will we will re- we celebrate that historic event. But we don't. We're not just celebrating historical events, ladies and gentlemen. We are operating. We are absolutely operating in the power and the demonstration. Of this, of the Spirit's power, Jesus told them, gave them instructions. On the fortieth day, he ascended into heaven, and he he applied the blood, and he sat down, and he sent, and and in ten days he would send the the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit has already been sent, and here we are in in uh, Acts chapter two. And let me just read that. And, uh, you know, in reference to Acts chapter eight, uh, Acts, Acts chapter one, verse eight, where it says you shall, but, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So these guys, the 120 have been in the upper room and it's been, it's been 10 days and they've been, they've been believing and they've been praying and they've been worshiping and they've been dealing with the things that they need to do and waiting on the, the manifestation that the Bible says when the day in Acts chapter two, verse one, it says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with all with one accord in one place. And then the Bible says, and suddenly there was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and they, it filled the whole house where they were seating. Ha ha! That filled the whole house. And then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They were all in one accord. I want to tell you the day of Pentecost has already come. The the Holy Spirit has already been poured out. And I want to tell you, he has not stopped pouring out for all those that could believe. It is time for you to believe in the power of God. You must fully preach the gospel in signs and wonders and miracles. You must fully preach the gospel by releasing power into people's lives. The power into people's lives might be a smile. I'm not deep. I'm not hear what I'm saying. Not what I'm not saying. You, by you showing up and smiling in the midst of, of, of sadness and depression, if you can smile in the midst of that, if you can, if you can show up and, and you're able to sow in the midst of poverty, this is power. This is you, you should spend time with God so that when you walk out into the community, there's an effervescing. Like when your your smile brings deliverance, your 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 sowing in, or or you just being there releases the kingdom of God. Sometimes He just needs you to show up. But He don't don't hear what I'm not saying. 
I'm not saying that we don't lay hands on this. I'm saying we lay hands on the sick. I'm saying we speak right live uh, words of life and see people delivered from everything that has been oppressing them. The, the enemy has no more authority and you've been given all authority over all the power of the enemy. We don't rejoice that we have power, but at the same time, we still operate in it by calling forth the power. And I want to let you know, once again, the power of God is more available for you because of the evil of the day. Because of the evil that has been going on in your life, because of the attacks, the enemy and the lies, because he's been using other people to try to to curse you and and contain you and control you. But I want to tell you, once again, I'm going to read this scripture. I read these two scriptures last week, and I'm going to read them again as I'm closing this down. For I consider, Romans chapter 8, 18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And 2 Corinthians 4, 17, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. These light afflictions cannot be compared. These sufferings that we've been going through over the last two and a half years, and and for many of you, it's been 20 years, and and you're wondering what in the world's going on. I want to tell you, don't give up. Don't give in. Don't sit down. Don't shut up. Call forth. Say, God, there has to be a greater grace. I've been going through this. Don't let one problem or pain or problem go without a payday. What is your payday? When you realize the enemy is stolen and you begin to call forth, Forth, the greater grace of God, God's enabling power to more than meet and begin to propel you greater than you would not have been able to be propelled in operating in power had these problems not come your way. Isaiah 61 through 3 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. It's time for the glory of the Lord to rise upon you and be seen on you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the glory will rise over you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and the, and, and the kings to the brightness of your rising. The key here is that his glory is more available in these times than any other time. God's power, God's glory, God's grace is available to you. So how do you get it? Stir up the gift. Listening to this podcast alone, go back over it, put it on again, put it on repeat and receive the anointing that I released and and get, and I'm not the only carrier. There are so many people that are carrying the anointing, that are preaching the the power of God, that are displaying the power of God. Get underneath an anointed preacher, listen to podcasts, listen to YouTube, keep going and, and keep believing and keep releasing the power of God to come out of your life. And 2 Timothy 1 Six, uh, one, chap. Sorry, Second Timothy chapter one, verses one through seven. And this is Paul the apostle uh, of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of the life which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ, our uh, Christ Jesus, our Lord. 
verse 3. I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which you, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Verse 6. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying out of my hands. For God did not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. This is Paul the Apostle speaking to his dearly beloved son, Timothy. He's 17 years of age. Paul the Apostle's in jail. Paul the Apostle is writing his, his son, Timothy, and Timothy is now the Pope of the Gentile church, which is about 30,000 people strong. 17-year-old kid. The, this is the one that Paul found to be the most faithful, that he could he could turn everything over when he was not able to do the traveling and, and doing all these things and making the decisions. He's writing to his son, uh, Timothy, and, and encouraging him. Because of everything, I'm mindful of your tears. All the things you've been going through over these last few years, I want to tell you, I'm mindful of your tears, but I want to tell you the truth today, ladies and gentlemen, if you understand the power of God that is on the inside of you because Holy Spirit has come on the inside of you. He is dwelling on the inside of you. He is waiting for you to stir him up and release him. The power of God is longing to come. God is longing to come out of you. This is the answer to every problem. Timothy was taking care of 30,000 people, their children. The parents are being fed to the lion's den. Rome was persecuting, and Timothy was having 17 people, 17 years of age with 30,000 people. My God, he had issues. But Paul the Apostle says, if you do this, son, you will win every time. Stir up the gift of God, which is in you. And verse 7 says, for God has not given you a spirit of fear. You did not receive a spirit of fear, but you did receive a spirit of power. You did receive the, the spirit of love, and you did receive the spirit of a sound mind. I release right now into your life the spirit of a sound mind. I release. Just put your hand on your head and say, I receive a, the spirit of a sound mind right now. In Jesus' mighty name, you're going to have strongholds broken off of your life right now. In Jesus' mighty name, this is Barry Miracle. I'm about to sign off again, but I pray that you receive the impartation. I pray that you are stirred up. I pray that you will begin to be a representative of the kingdom of God and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ with signs, wonders, and miracles. In Jesus' mighty name, I love you. You are anointed. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon you. The spirit of God, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is on the inside of you, desperately wanting to come out of you. How do you do that? You do it by actions and you do it by releasing the power of God through your tongue into this realm. Ah, gotta go. Bless you guys. Look forward to speaking with you next week.
And if you want to sow a seed into our ministry, you can go to www.barrymiracle.ca. That's barrymiracle.ca or wakeupintoyourdream.com. You can go there and sow a seed through PayPal. If, if uh, you need a prayer request or you want to, you, you, there's a topic that you think that we need to discuss on, on uh, this podcast. Uh, please put it down there. Email me. Let me know how you're doing. Love you guys. Um, uh, let me know what you think about the podcast. Um, anyway, have a great week. Talk to you next time. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.